right. That was a good beer. Yeah, good old Modelo. Three, two, one. Stop. <laughs> it's the worst sound to start on. If you're anything like me, you're probably sick to the back ass of people telling you about the wire. It's been touted as the greatest TV drama in history. I'm talking, of course, about the wire. You know, it's the greatest TV show ever been made, and that's all you have to say, really. <laughs> it's a great show. But I gotta tell you, I'm a huge fan of the wire. I think it's one of the greatest, uh, not just television shows, but. Hello! Hello! Greetings! Greetings! Wire Choir! Wire Choir! Oh, tune back in. Welcome to Baltimore. 2003. I uh, I don't know if you've noticed. I don't know the name of the podcast. The name <laughs> this of the podcast. Two in a row. I've I've gone to introduce to, it. To be fair, I think we might have to, to change. I don't, it's it's a long sentence. It's like it's like we've never uh, the two of us haven't ever seen the wire. No, it's so called we haven't seen in. the wire, right? We've never seen the wire. We haven't. Se- we've never seen the, the wire. wire. No, we've tried to watch it, but, but we haven't touched it. We haven't seen the wire. Everyone says it's the greatest, but it's the latest. Marilyn Monroe, Mick Nutty D'Angelo. Bob Somebody, and all the yeah. other guys. That'd be a great theme song if either of us followed through on I'm that. I'm going to write it down. Uh, I actually wrote that down after episode one, and I still haven't finished it. <laughs> so, that sentence. <laughs> that sounded like a hot improv, but that was all written, folks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Two I weeks w- in the making. Three weeks in I the making. I just learned who D'Angelo was, and he's becoming a very interesting character. Yeah, yeah. I, let's jump right in the wire. We just watched episode four, Old Cases. Cold Cases, Old Cases. Coldest. The, the oldest, coldest. The boldest. Oh, you're talking to the coldest. <laughs> the oldest case in the book. <laughs> they call me Cold Case. Yeah. In the wintertime. Because my name's Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah, um, so we watched this episode still. I still feel too stupid for this show. I told you that. It's there like was reading. one thing. Yeah, I couldn't get heads or tails. There's a point. Somebody described uh, something as being like a one-legged pig town whore on check day, and that just sounds made up that's, completely. Uh, I don't that's know what not a pig... Baltimore slang. That's just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I get all of it but pig town, and I don't know why she has to be one-legged. And uh, what is check day? How does yeah. she act on check day? Yeah, no, whores don't get checks. You get cash. That's not a you don't, mm. get, you don't get direct deposit you for think all the they, hooking. Ooh, you think whores take Venmo these days? That'd oh, be pretty man, cool. That'd be great. Probably Just not. Just uh, Venmo, fucking. Yeah. You know. For banging. For banging. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for taking my dingler. I'm not taking my dingler. That's your that's your John voice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? I gotta I gotta get my dingler and some. Uh, but this is a hot. I mean, this is fun. The show is like reading a book, and I fell asleep again. I always make sure I'm eating a meal when I watch it, so I don't fall asleep. Because uh, mm-hmm. if I pay attention too hard to something, I fall asleep. But yeah. I still I fell asleep with a with a full plate of sausage and peppers and beets. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that one took a hard left at the end. Sausage and peppers and beets. <laughs> <laughs> the classic trio. Uh, but it was tasty, and, but it was, I rewound it, and I, I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was good. I think we finally, up top, got a little explanation. to. Uh, we, we were, some of us were curious about whether this was about heroin or crack. Yes. And it's about both, because the it's guy up top, they just straight up, they're like, you were caught with heroin. And cocaine, yes. which I guess crack is still cocaine. Yes. So I'm like, okay, it's not. We're not stupid. It is about both. It is about both. Uh, yeah. Crack comes. They both come in vials. One you shoot up. One you smoke. Yeah. We got it. One you give to your little cat. You, you give your little cat. Take a little nap, buddy. Yeah. When they get their uh, nuts removed. Yeah. 
And uh, and I like. I mean, there was some badass. There's some badass shit at the top right up there. I like the part where they say the guy's going to going to go to jail for five years minimum. And, you know, then they come in and they're like, "Listen, but you want to go to five years of jail, buddy, or you want to tell us? <laughs> you want to go to five tell years us a little of jail. something?" And he's like, "Well, what do you want me to tell you?" And they're like, "Tell us who Avon Bar- Barksdale is." And he's like, "No, no, I'm going to jail. Goodbye." Yeah, he just like throws himself in jail. That's, that's badass. He's that's like, respect. He goes, "I'll take the years." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, shit." Uh, yeah. So it's Avon yeah. Barksdale. Everyone and they kick a tin dude. can across the courtroom. Oh shit! But yeah, that's pretty cool. I would like to have the balls to be like, I ain't snitching. I'm going to go to jail, and then when I come out, I'll be very well respected in the community. But I feel like I would snitch I immediately snitch. on anything, <laughs> the smallest yeah. crime. I wouldn't snitch as long as it was just, like, purely honor-based. Like, if someone mm. just, just tell me, I'd be like, no. Mm. But if they're like, I'm going to punch you, I'll be like, who? What do you want to know? <laughs> I have name. I know everyone. <laughs> tell me. It's tough. I've had a, I had a buddy who got arrested for uh, he was smoking weed in the street, and the cops caught him. And my other buddy was just with him. Yeah. And he went to he went to jail with him. Because he wouldn't tell the cop that he was. No, because like, he's like, I don't want you to have to go to jail alone. I'm going to go with you. And I was like, oh, is that what you're supposed to do? I would, uh, oh God. I would run. No, I'd be like, <laughs> So you, can, you got yeah. this, bud. I'd be like, I'd, I'll tell the streets about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell everyone your sacrifice, where you are. Yeah, it's hard to be a good person in the streets. Yeah. It was, I mean, we're seeing that more and more. Every as the day. progresses. Hard, hard, to be, hard to be a good person off the streets in the, in the cops. Sometimes. We finally got confirmation that those old cops, like, uh, you know, Sergeant Tomato Head, or whatever, <laughs> fucking Sergeant Cop Boy RD. <laughs> Sergeant Tomato Head and Sergeant Potato Head. <laughs> those are the two. Like, that they really just don't want to be cops anymore. Yeah. Because he gets punched in the head. Also, I don't understand. He gets punched in the face, and then he's in the hospital with, like, four casts on. Yeah, he broke his arm somehow. <laughs> yeah. He's all laid up. He's uh, just weak because his was... bones are made of nothing but, like, beer and uh, calcium. It's true. Yeah, he really crumbled taking that punch, and he was so happy about it. He's like, I get all the time off I want. I don't got to go back to work. <laughs> he just threw up on his... And they told the other guy, and he's like, you just fall down the stairs, and you'll be all right. And he's like, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if you're gonna com- commit if you're gonna commit insurance fraud, maybe don't do it inside a police station. It mm. feels like they're pretty surveyed. They got all the cameras. I don't think. I think that's the best place to do it because the cops are all corrupt, and if you want to do it, they're yeah. like, fuck it. We're the cops. These yeah. cops drive drunk all the time because who's gonna stop them? You know, no one I mean? does it. This is like, and this is like the beautiful. This is like the old times when there weren't cameras and you weren't being tracked at all times. Yeah, like they just will talk about stuff that you're not supposed to talk about, and it's like. Do you guys not, you know, like, now imagine the wire with, like, they're all wearing body cams and, like, have dash cams. It's like, not, you can't do anything. I know. It must have been so much fun being a cop back oh, then. Yeah. Now it's all over. But, I mean, I, res- I respect that throwing yourself. I worked as an ice cream scooper one time, and I literally thought about throwing myself down the stairs. Because <laughs> I was so, I just didn't want to be there. And I stared at the stairs for a long time. I'm like, I could think I could do this. They'd send me home if I hurt myself. And I, uh, I couldn't yeah. follow through with it. Should have froze your hand. They're like, ah, ice cream is too cold. You get what you call scooper's elbow, where you got to get ice cream all the way up to your arm. And sometimes <laughs> there's a there's a sharp thing around the top of the ice cream thing. And one t- sometimes you cut yourself and you don't realize it. Oh, because your hand's so cold you don't feel the cut? Yeah, so like you'll be handing people ice cream and they're like, how did the strawberry syrup get in there? And they're like, oh, I, bl- I bled on this <laughs> old woman's ice cream. <laughs> Cover it in blood. And then you put a Band-Aid Shells? on it and then that doesn't make it better because you're still covered in ice cream. <laughs> you got to hand people fucking. Yeah, what do you just elbow deep in ice cream the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's hard being a cop. And being an ice cream scooper. Absolutely. Probably equally hard, I Jobs think. Jobs are hard. I know. T- total push between being a cop and an ice cream scooper. 
Yeah, but it's good to at least hear them finally just be like, yeah, I don't want to be a cop. I'm glad that they just were out with it. I respect you know it now that they admit it and they're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I don't want to be here. I, I went from it. like being like, fuck these guys to being like, all right, well, you just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be a cop either. Yeah, any job. It's like they're they're just the same as anybody who's been in a job for, you know, 100 years, except they just happen to have guns, which is probably mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, oh, and then the, we get to we get to Bodie in jail. Bodie is in yeah, jail? Yeah, who just walks out of jail. Mm-hmm. Which is, he just picks up a mop. Yeah. And that's his great disguise. That was pretty cool. That was, that was, that was like a, what was that? That was like a holding jail type of hospital thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was, was juvie or something. But they weren't even like, the guys just like, get dressed and show up to this room when yeah. you're ready. And then none of the doors are locked. It seemed like nobody really cared. All the other yeah. kids were looking at him like they were going to fuck him up. And he's, he got out of there. Yeah. They just left. He's like. They don't even do. You don't lock any doors. Why is this cool. is less secure than my apartment? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's supposed to be a juvenile hall. That's how my dad got out of jail. He uh, just found a mop. Yeah, and it's gone. Oh, we f- just get a fedora and tip it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Officer goes, oh, officer. Excuse me, I've got a date at the jazz club in the city. <laughs> I forgot about so the opening scene in this. I forgot. I want to talk about. Yeah, it seemed like a deep metaphor for something, but I wasn't quite sure what because they were trying to push that desk. Oh, yeah. Into a room, and then nobody could do it. They're all fighting. The guy comes in, officer, uh, yeah. patrolman, or whatever his name is, officer, supervisor came in, and they're pushing. And then they realized that some of them were pushing and some of them were pulling, and that's why yeah. they couldn't get it anywhere. And in and reality, this, they were just crushing it. So they're just crushing it. And they, uh, this feels like a some kind of larger metaphor for police work in general. This yeah. seems like a metaphor for uh, just the... Uh, the corruption and the ineptitude of the police in general. Yeah, it, I, feel, I feel like that's what they're saying is that the desk isn't the problem. They're both being like, oh, it's the same way they're like, the desk is too heavy. It's just too heavy. Yeah. The, desk. the same way they're like, this this case is just too hard. It's like, no, you guys are in your own way. You're the problem because you're both pushing and pulling. But also I loved how like Laurel and Hardy, like Three Stooges that was. Yeah, they're yeah. like, you're pushing, I'm pulling. Why are you Pokes him in the eyes. It was you very, dummy. I like that scene because I understood it and it was fun. Yeah, it was relatable <laughs> and <laughs> clear. Please. <laughs> yeah, the metaphor was clearer than just some of the dialogue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, but that was like, we were talking about cops and the and bad cops and how much I, yeah. like, so far pretty much every cop on this show, except for uh, Tiny Furniture, Detective yeah. Lena Dunham, uh, I think Freeman, and like, but it turns out that one of the the troll-looking goblin cops, yeah. the, the Irish goblins that make up most mm. of the Baltimore Police Department, apparently, is actually a good guy because he goes to bat for McNulty mm-hmm. by telling a fucking disgusting story about jerking off in his apartment. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he said yeah. He's, uh, he's drinking a beer and jerking his four and a half inch dick and yeah. he couldn't stop thinking of McNulty. And sexy, it was weird sexy McNulty. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like McNulty just pops into my yeah, head. He's like, so you gave him McNulty. What are you, you going to have him come in my office and tell me this? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. He's got a good jaw. <laughs> <laughs> he's got cool hair. I don't know. It you seems like he's British maybe. <laughs> you see See when the sunlight hits his eyes a certain way, and he's like, yeah. "Get out of my office!" The way he drinks, leave your badge. The way he drinks those natty bows. The way he lifts a whiskey <laughs> bottle to his lips. I don't know. I'm crazy for him, boy. <laughs> I think I'm in love. Boss. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, beautiful. Yeah, but that was also the weirdest. His like long masturbation description. Yeah, and then also the thing where it was like it was confused because at one point he's talking about that his dick is limp. And he's like, jerk, and he's like, right when I'm just about engorged. And I'm like, is that a thing when you get older where, like, 
getting hard is the same as coming. <laughs> That's the like, work, yeah. I yeah. think you jerk. You just get it hard and give it up. Ooh. Well, you get hard, and then it's pretty quick to come. Pretty quick, know? yeah. That's most of the work. You've never been in a situation like that? You had a few too many natty bows, and uh, <laughs> you, get, you old... get it hard, and you go to town, and whoops, it's you know, all over. You know what they call whiskey dick down in Baltimore? Yeah. Uh, natty boner. Natty oh, boner. Thank you. Woo! Clap along on the subway, thank wherever you, you are. Very exciting. All right, see you next week. <laughs> I, th- I like that speech, and there, I've noticed a few times there's a few like speeches in here where I'm like, oh, the writing is very cool. These like yeah. uh, these monologues or soliloquies and uh, all this stuff. It's all very uh, theater esque, which I really very like. Cool. It's like they give these people give these big speeches that you could you would see in like a play or something, and it's uh, very exciting. I like yeah. it. Yeah. The little Shakespeare of the city. Shakespearean, <laughs> yes. Very was holding out our, snapping our fingers. He was from Baltimore, yeah, I believe. Yeah, but D'Angelo's little, his story about the woman that he, that that he was, killed. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite a, quite a yarn to spin. That was and quite a yarn. <coughs> him and Bodie really had like a moment afterwards where they were like, I didn't get exactly what the moment was, but it was, it was happening. It was a moment. I didn't know what it was either. I thought, see, I thought when he was telling the whole story since he let uh, Michael B. Jordan finish mm-hmm. it and say like, he killed her. Uh, I thought, he didn't kill her, and he was just trying to sound tough. Something yeah. about D'Angelo seems like he's a type of guy who tries to seem tough, but he's not. His heart's not really in it. Yeah, I think he he's a guy that is like he has to be tough, but he doesn't want to be. And yeah. he probably did. I mean, to find out that he, he did kill her, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bodie thing with him might be a little bit of like because Bodie so much prides himself on being like he's like I don't give a fuck like I'm a tough yeah. guy, and then realizing that even this dude who's like teaching him how to play chess and is, is talking about all these. You know, it has all these, like, fucking platitudes about, like, life and it's all this. It's like, he's like, oh, this dude also shoots people regularly. Yeah. Like, he is really tough. He's like, maybe there's a way to be a tough guy without having to, like, constantly punch cops and get the shit kicked out of me. It's possible, yeah. Bodie strikes me, Bodie strikes me as an actual tough guy. He is about that life. And yeah. uh, D'Angelo seems like he's just he's going along with it because he doesn't know what else to do. But he doesn't fully believe in it. But Bodie's also, he's expressed a lot of... Uh, he he really wants to move up in the organization, yes. and I think he might also be realizing that the way to move up isn't to be like this this like gunpowder like going off on anything like yes. beating up cops thing where it's like you can kind of tell when he comes back and he's like he comes back to this their drug spot and the drug they're couch. like yeah and and he's just broken out of jail yeah he stole a car stole a Camry that's a lot of attention to bring to a drug operation yeah yeah, yeah. also I mean they got to like, could find him right away, right? So what happens when they see him again? Because he's going to be sitting out there, and the cops are sitting like, hey, you were in jail, and you ran away, and they just take him back? I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's I don't a know. question. I don't know how that works. He got that out fair and square. They're like, well, you made it out, so we yeah. let you go. Uh, those, uh, yeah, I think I think the dynamic between D'Angelo and Bodie is is getting interesting. He's, he's becoming an interesting dude in general, Bodie. I think Bodie's going to, if I'm going to take a wild swing in the dark here, I think Bodie's gonna end up killing D'Angelo later in the series. Bodie's gonna kill D'Angelo. Yes, this is a this is a something mark it about. down. This is a bet. This is mark a it down. Let's see. This is a Salingo guarantee. I think so. He's gonna want to take his spot, and he's gonna kill him. I think if it does happen, he's gonna be really. It's gonna be a moment. I think it's gonna become more of a mentor situation. We'll but see. I think he might. I don't think you're wrong. I think he might have to kill him. But it'll be like, it'll not be a pleasure for him to do it. Yeah. Um, but you know, you also get like because D'Angelo's fucked up before. He he yes. he he's got brought too much attention. So somebody might have to kill him at some point. Yeah, I think somebody's gonna have to kill him. I think it's gonna be Bodie. It reminds me of like like a young comic going 
like an old weathered veteran on the road. They get they're like the open them. for him. And they're like, wow, this is great. I'm in this. We're going to get out there. And he's like, you have no idea what's ahead of you, pal. It's like, I don't, comedy sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it seems like uh, they're just on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to this crime business. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still, you know, that's kind of the thing is like when Bodhi gets in trouble and busted, he's like, you know, he's like, oh, they took me to juvie. And then he's like, yeah, man, they took you to a place you could walk out of with a mop. Yeah. It's not like that when you go to, to real jail, to no, big sir. boy jail. Uh, we had uh, also, we, well, we re-met Omar. Omar's like this crazy, like, they're introducing that he used a lot of homophobic slurs in this yes. episode. There's quite a string. Mm-hmm. But that he's like this, it's almost like he's... Like, you take each trait that you give to one interesting character, mm-hmm. and he's, like, three of them. Yeah. He's, like, this gay Robin Hood figure because he's giving the sick kid money yeah, to, yeah. to do that. He's, like, a, a neighborhood figure. Uh, I mean, he's got a, like, from second one, he is going to die, and it's going to be bad because he's just he's too good for this world. I don't know. He, he strikes me as, like, he's got to be the baddest dude of all. To be, uh, he seems like an openly gay... A uh, drug dealer and like at the head of a cartel in the early two thousands, you got to be real tough. <laughs> if you're just if you're just walking around with your man lover and you're like, I don't give a fuck, yeah. I'll kill you. You got to be a bad son of a bitch because I don't. You know, I have a feeling that uh, in the drug dealing community, especially twenty years ago, being gay was probably frowned upon. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, in, in the drug dealing community, like, still in the in any like hip hop community, which is not like hip hop community and drug community are the same, but hip hop community. What are you what like? Are you, what are you trying to say? Well, no, like I'm, I literally mean the hip hop community, but yes, it's like yes, that yes. as an extension of that. Like in it's it's you know like even now uh, like there's a thing like Migo and like I love Maconum where they were like I don't know man like he's gay that's whatever we're not and it's like they walked it back but it's just yeah I mean listen they still like. It's it's different. There's way like the you hear. I don't want to say it, it was like the f word or whatever. Is like still like yes. everywhere else has been like no 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 don't say that. And then it's yes. like it just stopped using it in rap like in February. Yeah, like, it feels yes, like yes, it feels yes. like more recent. It's very true. But yeah, there's there's about that. like I mean you could tell in that basketball game they're having with with Avon and and uh, all them. Avon pretty ripped, pretty ripped, ripped, ripped fella. Avon, yeah. Uh, and then they're just all like using every possible euphemism. They're just like going in a circle, being like, "He smokes pole," and like, mm-hmm. "Like that guy is sucking on the old dick yeah. or whatever." Uh, Six thousand for sweet lips. If I oh, get to yeah. talk to him first, which is sweet lips is a weird one. That's very like this is like a Dick Tracy villain. Yeah, it's well, like, sweet, sweet is a, was an old term for gay. You know, yeah, you yeah. say you got a little sugar in your tank, stuff like that. Really, sugar? I in heard tank. that on a, something else today. I forgot what. But that would yeah. just mean you're like ruined. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say still, move. pal. Yeah. Uh, sweet but, lips. I want. I imagine like a, yeah, like a Dick Tracy villain. It's a guy just kissing a lollipop. They're like, oh, sweet lips. He, he's got a, he's got a big <laughs> lollipop and like the curls and yeah. that little sailor suit. <laughs> yeah, it's just Shirley Temple. That's badass. But it's like a mobster at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Bubs is in every car. Bob seems to be very flagrant about uh, being a snitch for these cops. He's just driving around in the yeah. cars, going to the soccer games, yeah, hanging out with them. He's like, hey, have you noticed Bubs in the police cars all the <laughs> yeah, time? Yeah, what's going on with Bubs? Yeah. How nobody knows that Bubs is the one uh, up to something is very confusing. Yeah, he's going around putting on hats on everybody. Yeah. And, you know, they think that like somebody would notice. But that was like a sad thing. And at the soccer game, he takes Bubs to a soccer game. I guess he just manages his time poorly so it takes his criminal informant to his son's soccer game uh but then it's also like 
his his wife is all like there's that classism of her being like she's like he's like hey i'm your ex-husband and this is my friend this is bubs and yeah. she literally does like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah no yeah. thank you yeah she seems like Which a real sucks. asshole but it's like I yeah. didn't want to think she was a real asshole because McNulty is clearly a terrible husband. No. Like, What's wrong with bringing a, a crackhead informant to your son's soccer game? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah but it, it felt weird because it did feel like they were trying to paint her as like this like bitch ex-wife. But then you think about it, you're no. like, well, McNulty's like not a great... I Yeah, I think it's quite clear that McNulty is not a good father and they've already made it clear that he's drunk and uh, he's, you know, very committed to the cop lifestyle. Yeah. So I don't think you could falter on uh, being a little upset with him. Yeah, that's why, because yeah. it reminded me, people were talking about, uh, like, with, have you seen, you've seen Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, people were talking about how Skylar White, yeah, uh, yeah, everybody yeah. was always like, she's a fucking bitch. She's yeah, so yeah, shitty. Yeah. And then the Vince Gilligan, the creator, eventually talked about it, and he's like, why is everyone, <laughs> it's mm. like, she, her husband is, is dealing drugs. Yeah. And is like hit, like is involved in horrific things. Yeah. And she, her, the only thing she tells him is like, "Hey, please stop dealing drugs." Yeah. And then everyone's like, "This shrew, mm-hmm. this party pooper, piece of shit." It's true. I feel like that that might be part of this, where it's like I don't know if it when it if when it came out that it was intended to have like that, or if she when it came out she really was supposed to be somebody that you're like, "Shut up, Bub's rules." Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think she's fine. I think with Skyler, the actress playing her, just. Kind of seems uh, bitchy. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's why I just can't get it, rid of it. Yeah, it came off like that. Could be, but um, yeah. So McNulty's not a you know. It's very classic. I'm gonna use a drunk cop in his leather sport coat. Yeah, it's leather duster or whatever. It's going around smelling a booze. Yeah, and then but then that's I, that was a sad little moment. You know, when he it's like a hard cut straight from this beautiful like private school soccer. Yeah, which I I think I know what soccer field that is I think really? it's somewhere in D.C. Wow. it looks familiar uh, but and then it cuts straight to him like dropping Bubs off like even that parallel to like it's like a kid and then he's dropping someone off which is like what you do for a kid but it's dropping Bubs off in his uh-huh. awful awful projects very clever Eli oh I picked up on parallels. it I'm a TV boy very smart yeah, give me a TV oh figure it out <laughs> yeah it. we're really putting this thing together yeah uh, but, you know, I th- there actually wasn't that much bubs after that in this episode. Except no, he said that thing as he dropped him off. He said, uh, do you remember what he said? He said, Yeah, ain't much difference a, between hell and a thin here. thin line between heaven and hell. Or heaven and here. Oh, and here? Oh, he did? Yeah, it's this thin line between heaven and here. Oh. Talking about, like, watch it, McNulty. You could end up here as a junkie like I did. Interesting, yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. you know, McNulty clearly already has substance abuse. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. You went out on a limb. You made a bet. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think McNulty is going to, his his alcoholism is going to devolve into, he's going to start using. He's going to become a genuine addict. Ah, interesting. I'm going to throw possible. that. I'm going to float that boat. Here we go. We're just having a lot of interesting theories about what might happen. Yeah, so, you know, if you're at home, keep the tally going. The, the boat's floated. One boat mm-hmm. each. See where it goes. I'm uh, going to guess that... Uh, the old tomato face guy. Yeah, uh, Cop Boyardee. He buys a boat. He buys a boat. Yeah. What if that was the rest of the show? (laughs) He retires and then it just follows him as he becomes, yeah. yeah. Like that movie Gone Fishing, you ever see that? No. It's with... um, Danny Glover? It's with Danny Glover and uh, Joe Pesci. Okay. You know how many times I've watched that for like 10 minutes and realize it's not Lethal Weapon. (laughs) 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 It really pisses me off. I'm like, I I don't remember him being on a boat so much. 
no one's shooting anything. And I'm like, oh, it's a goddamn fishing movie. God, again, again. Again, because he used to play it all the time. Uh, it pissed me off. Anyway. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I want to – I feel like he, he seems to me a lot like a guy that would uh, – like – He'd like go to Thailand or something and come yes. back with a wife, you know. Yes, that's what he's I got that do. vibe of that, or like you know some weird, like he'd have a wife and he'd be like, "This is my wife, the love of my life," and there'd be like a strong sense of like, "How did you meet her? Mm-hmm. Like, is yes, yes, this yes. a mail order woman? I is this? See. Did you order her? Yes, is this? she came with a boat." Yeah, he'd be like propped up on the couch and you know, and like be like totally just even fatter than he is now. Yes. And be like, uh, from the first time we met, I mean, it was just inseparable. And then you're like, I think she's in, I think this is like, you have a bomb planted yeah, on her. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't she think leaves she's the house. English. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, but it was, uh, and then um, Bodie, yeah, they had the Bodie and D'Angelo. Prisbalewski, like, they really, he was such a piece of shit up top. And mm-hmm. then they were like, you're not. When they were like, you're not on duty anymore, they might as well have been like, you're not on this show anymore. He's yeah. not, he hasn't even appeared in like two episodes. He'll probably, I think they'll keep him in the back burner, but he'll play a uh, factor later on. Yeah. You know, and then we, we get to see a little more of, uh, a little more of, uh, what's her name? Kita? Kia, Sophia. <laughs> I don't know. Kia the, 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 I know, the, something the, like that. Yeah, we see, I don't want to say the lesbian cop, but if that's that's it's the yes, it's the lesbian cop. We yeah. see a little more of her with her girlfriend. With her girlfriend at the end. Come on, yeah. romance, Ooh. lady love, tits. HBO tit count up to four. We for saw this the, we saw those tits. That was the best part of the. Yeah. I love romance. Yeah. I love it. These ladies were having a nice time. They're snuggling. A we romp. see McNulty comes over. What's he looking for? A little bit of love. A yeah, little bit. Does he not weird. know? What's going on with her? He seems like he's a little he, sweet. No, on her. he he told her, or she told him pretty explicitly what the what the deal was, what with her not liking men. Maybe he but thought he could uh, take a shot. You know, he gets those he gets those natty buzz in him. He gets wild. Woo! He's like, I can swing this. I, I can mean, swap she, her. I can change teams. She's pretty cute. I uh, I don't know, but then we see yep them uh, slam and clam at the end. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> little clam on clam contact. <laughs> yeah, don't mind that. Yeah. Uh, that was nice. Yeah, you gotta get the extended version. It's just it's a, it goes into full just pornography territory. I wish that was the whole episode, honestly. Yeah, that's what it, you know. It'll need food to keep you awake if there's as much clam slamming. Yeah, the whole time. It's two lesbians and Baltimore are the yeah. only three characters I need. I know it's not a big detail, but I really, I really do want to know what what class she's taking. Like yes. just being like your class, and I almost feel like they've hyped it up. I think they just don't really care about explaining what the class is, but it almost like hypes it up so much that it feels like it's going to be like a like a surprise plot point where it they're going to be like it was a drug class <laughs> she's a makes drugs ah. but it's not I think they just like don't there's like no one we're not going to explain what class she's in I thought it was like Tybo Tybo? yeah Tybo <laughs> that's what <laughs> I thought she's studying yeah she's in a, a a deep no no practice of Tybo just the research of Tybo <laughs> it's an ancient the uh, origin of Tybo the really form of Tybo we I, did Tybo at, uh, in my in my gym class, oh, nice. Woodrow Wilson High School, ah, yes. we did bowling, and we didn't, not even in a bowling alley, we did it with those plastic uh-huh. plastic balls and pins, Yeah, and then we did Tybo. Yeah, those are Woodrow Wilson's two favorite sports. Yeah, well, that was that was our whole P, that and weird sex ed. Weird sex. Was that the name of the class? education for weird sex, yeah. <laughs> Tell you how to do some kinky shit, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, so, yeah, so they uh, were in love, and that's nice, and... Um, yeah, she's got this class. It seems like she's trying to get out of being a 
police officer. Her girlfriend's trying to get her to get out of the game. Um, she she used to love to. police work, though. She loves police work. That. We saw Freeman. We him. He came out a little bit more. Uh, he explained yeah. what he's up to. He worked for a pawn shop or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He worked. You know, he works in the pawn shop section of the of the police force. Usually, yes. he did. He angered somebody somehow. You know, he just literally lists things that were sold at pawn shops and yes. they turn up. And then there was like a. That also was interesting because it's like a very offhanded comment. But somebody said that apparently this tiny furniture he's been making this whole time is extremely valuable. Mm. Somebody like was like, he makes more money off that tiny furniture than you make in a year at this force. Wow. Like, this guy's like an Etsy seller. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like he started Etsy. Fantastic Etsy seller. That's what happens to him at the end of the series. He said yeah. uh, Freeman went on to start Etsy. He's really the only person bringing any leads into this whole, because he figures out the pager thing. He, call, he has yes. D'Angelo's pager. Yes. And uh, he just, you know, he's such a cool old he's, cop. He's like the moral center, it seems like, because he said, uh, why do you get demoted or whatever? He said, police work. So he seems like the kind of guy... He, they said he's a natural police officer, McNulty said, when they're yeah. out drinking. He seems like he's just he's great at his job. He's a straight and narrow, and he pisses people off because he won't he won't falter on how, what he believes and what he does. So now he just tries to fly under the radar and do the best work he can do yeah. and not uh, get in anyone's way. That's like in the beginning when they're, when they're doing the push-pull on the desk. He's sort of – you can see that he kind of realizes halfway through the, yes. what they're doing. Yes. But that's like his whole vibe is he's like – you guys tire yourselves out. Yeah, he's not going to intervene. I yeah. got a tiny bureau to finish. Yes. So that's my business. Tiny bureau. Tiny bureau. Uh, <laughs> just keep making the Lena Dunham joke over <laughs> every time. The people love it. Oh, yeah, tiny bureau. Uh, you know, that was my street name in high school. Tiny bureau. <laughs> had a lot of yeah. I had a lot of clothes on me at all times. Strapped to me. Call me Tiny Bureau. I was very small back then. <laughs> This tangent's going nowhere. This is <laughs> that may have been the worst tangent yet. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty bad <laughs> riff. Kidding. I really I'm strapped just in. No, you. I don't. I think you're accurate. Oh, maybe you do love a riff. I went a riff, and you know, you know when like uh, it felt like if you ever skateboarded like dirt, dirt jumped or anything like that. What dirt jumped? Dirt bike, uh, mountain bike, dirt jumping. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I don't do that. But anything like that, or if you're like running to jump something, and you kind of know like three steps out from the jump, you're like, yes, "This isn't gonna go good." Mm, yeah. That's how that riff felt. Mm. I was kind of going into it, and the the the, the, the handlebars were wobbling. <laughs> yeah, no. and I was like, "No, I gotta just strap in. You gotta just bike too hard." Then yeah. I broke my collarbone. You like love a, equivalent of comedy breaking my collarbone there. You love a riff. Gotta um, love a riff. So the, the the best scene, I think, the whole episode, yeah, was when they go to that house. And they say fuck about oh, yeah. 4,700 times. Oh, and they so many fucks. And the lady got, they go, fuck, fuck, motherfucker, motherfucker, fuck. Fuck me. Fuck, fuck me. Fuck, fuck you. You fucking? Fuck that. Fucking refrigerator. Fucking. Fuck, fuck, And they find out how that lady gets shot. They do that cool detective work. That looked yeah. like fun. They figured that out. That looked cool. That's what most cops, that was like, okay, this is like a tiny CSI. It's yeah. A little, little baby CSI in the middle of the episode I can enjoy. They figure out the angle of how she was shot. They find the casing. They put it all together. That's yeah. the story of the answer that D'Angelo actually did kill that lady. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was a genuine woe moment for me. I was like, oh, this is that lady he killed. Yeah. He was talking about. And then uh, I had a lot of naked pictures of her dead, which yeah. I didn't feel like were too necessary. But, you know, um, HBO. Get them you know, it's there. HBO. They got to get the tits in there. Yeah. They got to they gotta minimum. They have to hit every episode. We saw five tits this episode. Because How do we, we see saw, five? We saw the dead lady's tits. Yeah. We saw 
The lesbian Kima's. cop's tits, and then we, yeah. I think we, right as it's closing down, I think we saw one of her girlfriend's tits. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. wasn't paying as close attention. That's all I'm paying attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was running around. I was like, I'm going to get everything ready to start fil- to start recording, and you're like, I'm looking for a nipple. <laughs> you do whatever you want. I'm I know what I like. Here. And it's nipples. I think I can scrape one more nipple out of this episode <laughs> if I get close. <laughs> Just watch all the, maybe after the credits there'll be another nipple. Yeah, you're the equivalent of like, you know, the guy like scraping the very bottom of the, the ice cream container. Yeah. Like, there's a couple chocolates. <laughs> get them out of there. Yeah, you gotta yeah. rip the chip bag open. There's some crumbs down in the bottom, little nipple crumbs. I know what I like. And that's nipples. And that's nipples. So... Uh, did we cover the whole thing now, or what? I was just gonna end it right after. Nibbles. I think we should end it. I <laughs> yeah. think we we uh, we got through the whole episode. It's good. Things are starting to pick up. I'm uh, able to pay attention more. I still feel pretty stupid watching it, but I feel like I'm starting to put the pieces together. Yeah, and it's all coming together. It's picking up now. There's some like now they're figuring some stuff out. Yeah, uh, and now we got this cool soundproof room We're recording in this. Uh, like professional type of space. Yes. You know, if you miss the the amateur days of the last two episodes, mm-hmm. the first two episodes, you know, get yourself a cat or a dog and let that let that scrabble around in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think we said we might have a guest this episode. Clearly that didn't happen. Didn't happen, folks. Sorry. But you know what? We're, we're going to get one. We'll get one Between one Between the days. two of us, we know at least well, one Well, it's going to be hard to have guests because we're, they're not watching the same pace as we are. Yeah, but every, I think most people know. I've, a couple people, you know, I'll ask somebody if they, they want to do the episode. Like, uh, I'll be like, do you have a favorite episode? Yes. Okay. You know, and then sometimes I'm like, but preferably a favorite episode this in the first or second season. Cause, I know. But know. what if they spoil uh, one of our wild theories by accident? I don't want oh, that I'll, to happen. I'll, I'll beat them to death. Let's beat them to death. So next episode, we're going to beat someone to death. Uh, I want you to tune yeah, in for that. Tune folks. in for that. This has been a lot of fun. You like? And then we'll be in jail. We'll be on our own little wire podcast. We'll Maybe get a make a show about us. And sneak out. Um, well, Over thanks now. a lot, Eli. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks a lot, Casey. Let's hand, shake hands near the microphone. Can you hear? Well, wet one. <laughs> it was a wet one. We're good friends. We'll Over see you now. next week, folks. On uh, we watch the wire. There's a trail in Monroe, and we just can't I've been walking in the in the river of the I've been walking in the